Thank you for downloading the latest episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Please stand clear as we pay our bills. Are you thinking about purchasing a DVC resale contract? Are you looking to rent DVC points for a future Disney vacation? In need of financing options? If so, check out the one-stop shop, which is the world of DVC companies. Their professional staff, with over 185 years of experience, will guide you through your next vacation purchase. Check them out at dvcresellmarket.com, dvcrentalstore.com, and monerofinancial.com. And tell them the Mickey Dudes sent you. The world of DVC, your DVC gateway to a lifetime of magic. Venture outside your comfort zone. The rewards are worth it. Wish Upon a Cookie has evolved into a custom-baked pastry company started in New Jersey by professional chefs turned cookie tears. Their focus is to turn your magical pastry dreams into reality. They offer so much more than a few colors, shapes, and sizes. Their creations are extensions of your inspiration. You can visit them online at their new website, wishuponapastry.com, or on Instagram and Facebook at wishuponapastry. Let your imagination run wild when you wish upon a pastry. Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. It's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your Master of Ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host tonight, Joe Catrochi, and uh, joining me for tonight's uh, show tonight, it's kind of a fireside chat, but instead of uh, Chuck being in the fireside seat, uh, Chuck is actually down in Universal Orlando with his uh, lovely wife, Heather, and Dave uh, in the parks tonight. So I guess that's kind of an odd couple there, right? Uh, but uh, joining me in the uh, fireside seat tonight is uh, from the land of Lincoln, uh, my favorite Blackhawks fan, uh, Mr. Tim Schweska. Tim, what's going on, brother? How you doing tonight? I am doing well. And uh, fun fact, I reside in the state where that is the closest place where you can actually park without paying for Disney parking. I, I don't even know how to even respond to that. <laughs> I mean, can you explain that? I, or I mean, I don't even know. It just seems like everything just like the bubble just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and everything keeps. I I, I feel uh, I I feel a very a very Illinois government connection right now with uh, with Walt Disney World uh, because uh, the parks uh, the theme parks division seems to really have gotten a knack for this nickel and dime stuff. And let me tell you, being a longtime resident of Illinois, it's very familiar. Well, you're uh, go- you're going to get that if you drive down to Central Florida because the I-4 Ultimate is almost done, and they're putting in nice express toll lanes down I-4. So uh, uh, your easy pass will work on the uh, the Central Florida Expressway roadways. So, uh, yeah, if you drive down to Disney, you're going uh, to have the option of taking some toll roads, bypass a little bit of traffic. So uh, huh. it's good stuff. Huh? People who aren't used to toll roads are like, what's that stuff, Mike? Those are tolls. <laughs> and those are going to be mandatory because you'll be sitting in hours of traffic if you don't use them. So, But uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, so Tim uh, wanted to come on tonight and do a little fireside chat. And I was like, absolutely. Let's talk about some stuff. Let's talk about some ranting, some news that's going on. Lots happening in the last couple of days with a lot of the 50th uh, anniversary details, I guess, kind of confirmed. A lot of rumors out there, but I guess they finally like confirmed some things as the parks come back to normal and uh, we all come out of uh, our caves and back into normal lives, which is good. Um, so a lot of things confirmed. So uh, 
I, if you want to start there, Tim, we'll start with some of the 50th anniversary stuff, uh, and we'll just kind of run through it, just you know, very casually here. Uh, some of the things uh, that were uh, were confirmed. There's going to be a new um, Magic Kingdom show that's going to be premiering on October 1st. Uh, that's going to replace Happily Ever After for, I believe, 18 months. So I guess as long as the 50th anniversary uh, show is going to, or 50th anniversary celebration is going to be going on. And uh, from what I've seen from some of the concept art that's been released and some of the other vlogs and websites that cover Disney news, uh, it looks kind of cool. I mean, a lot of projections up and down Main Street, so it seems like it's going to immerse you almost in projections. Uh, however, you know, I just got used to Happily Ever After, and uh, they're going to be taking it away again for another 18 months. So uh, your thoughts on the, the new show and... Uh, the even more use of projections are you are you a projection kind of guy or not really i know you're not a fireworks guy we've established that in a previous show but um what are your thoughts about the this whole 50 new 50th anniversary show i mean <clears throat> projections are definitely the uh the way of the future they've they've shown that with the the overseas disney parks that have a lot newer a uh, lot you know more recent uh, more update technology than we do and people really seem to uh just really hit on it it's uh they're the, I believe uh, most of the uh, most of the pirates rides uh, overseas. Those are a lot of projection. Uh, I believe some of the haunted mansion, uh, like Phantom Manor, or uh, some of those places, uh, some of the overseas haunted mansions. They've uh, they use a lot of projection. So, I'm looking forward to seeing some of that new technology coming here. Uh, I'll, I'll obviously give it a chance. Um, I, to me, it's uh, I I hate to say it. I, I understand that we've all just gone through a global pandemic everything else we're, we're but we're on the other side of it uh to me though that was even more that was even more of a reason why disney should not be dropping the ball on anything for the 50th they have had ample time for that the parks were shut down period they had ample time to have reduced crowds reduced capacity this this should be a like this this should be an october 1st 2021 cut a ribbon and it should be just this this should be like the first lap at the daytona 500 this should be a free-for-all just boom coming down the straightaway just just surprise after surprise after surprise after surprise and i feel like i feel like i'm watching the sausage race at a milwaukee brewers game and you know bratwurst just tripped (laughs) I'll, I'll tell you something. You just you just throw in a Daytona 500 reference. So you definitely got my uh, my attention here. But uh, no, I agree, man. They've had a lot of time to think things over. Listen, we're we're not stupid. We know there's a lot of things with budget cuts, staffing levels. Um, yeah, they're going to try to get away with you know sometimes as little as possible, but making a profit at the same time. I mean, listen, they're a business. We understand that. I mean, we're hoping as Disney super fans, we're trying to get the most out of out of the experience as possible. But I agree. I'm going to give it a chance. Over the last year with the pandemic, I know I've been negative, Nelly, a little bit. Well, actually, I've been with a lot of things. And I'm trying to put a positive spin on, on most things that are coming out. I think we've kind of realized that we've had so much taken away over the last year, year and a half. It's like, all right, well, they're bringing stuff back. Let's not poo-poo it right away. Let's see. Let's see what's go- Let's see what's. Let's see how it is. And it might be something that's really awesome. I, I wasn't a real big fan of Happily Ever After. I was a Wishes guy. I loved it. And literally, I maybe or may not be the guy that has the happily ever after, you know, MP3 like on my phone. You know what I'm saying? So love the song, love the show. So, you know, you give it a chance, you might fall in love with it. So we'll see what happens with it. I just think sometimes 
with things that we love, they've been taken away for so long that now that they're like finally coming back, which they're supposed to be coming back for July 1st, it's been announced that we're getting fireworks back in the parks. That was announced as well. Um, the old shows are coming back for the meantime. But when October 1 comes around, we'll get this new show. And uh, I think it'll be great. Um, I'm actually more upset, Tim, in regards to still the harmonious barges. That just still really bothers me. I mean, that show re- better be, you know what, because I just, they're just ugly as you know. I, oh, my God. I, I've said this on how many different shows. I, I, the, the barges there are just ridiculous. And I love the aesthetics of World Showcase Lagoon and just seeing those things just anchored out there just makes me mad. So, And I think we're not alone on that. But, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll give all these shows uh, you know, a chance, right? And maybe this whole projections down Main Street thing is the start of the new norm with fireworks shows in the Magic Kingdom. Maybe maybe they could take this and expand it all the way down Main Street so when Happily Ever After comes back, they use that technology as well. Who knows? I mean, that could be something that... Uh, that, that happens down the line. So, um, what are your thoughts about October one with Harmonious coming online? I mean, besides the barges, I know your your view on that. Are you happy, sad about that? Are you excited? Are you going to make a special trip to Epcot for it, or what, what's your thoughts on that? I am. Uh, I I'm going uh, with with uh, with our family. Uh, we'll actually be going down. Uh, we'll we'll be heading south in the spring of 2022 and uh my my wife and i will have the honor of escorting uh my parents who will be returning to disney for the first time in 30 years um and they they really want to go for the 50th and they want uh they want a chance to also go with us and just see see disney through our eyes and they also want to see disney with their own fresh eyes of what it has now become because they never really got to hit it got to really get into the parks before Eisner really hit his stride and made it into the destination that he did. Uh, to me, I'm, I'm going with an open heart and an open mind. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing this. As far as as far as the like the barges and everything, I, I completely agree. The World Showcase is is art. It is absolute art. It's it is they've they've perfectly they've laid it out perfectly. It is a it's just it is a gorgeous gorgeous part of the park i think it's one of the most beautiful parts uh of any of any disney park of uh, the representations uh the special architects they brought in it's uh to me it's it's a wonderful tribute to what walt would have uh appreciated as making something a world's fair and showcasing all these different countries so to take away from that to take away from that gorgeous sideline i mean to I mean, you, you know me and my history. To be able to casually stroll through, you know, the American Adventure, and you know, and Main Street USA, seventeen seventy six. I mean, I it it's, it stirs the blood very much. I mean, then you walk through, you know, Canada, and you get this Northwest Passage feel. You walk through, you know, you you walk through the United Kingdom. It's you you do feel like you're in a quaint little. I mean, to tell you the truth, it reminds me a lot of Stratford on Avon when I when I went to visit. Uh, but you, I, I completely agree. I think I think it takes away from the aesthetic of what the World Showcase has to offer. So they they better bring the noise. They're going to have to bring the noise. This is going to have to be a tear down the house show, and especially people are going to probably forget about Epcot forever. As far as I'm concerned, this is following Illuminations. 
And Illuminations is a tough act to follow. Uh, when we had our meetup, I think you know how I feel about that show. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, it is it, it is a show that means the world to me. I absolutely love it. Uh, and especially it has a near and dear place to my heart. Its final performance was on my birthday. So uh, that is, you know, and, and the, the musical score is fantastic for it. I mean, just I can't say enough good things. So. I, I, I'm going with a, I'm, I'm going with an open mind, but especially with the way things have been going, I can't help it. I I'm I'm, pl- I'm playing the cautiously optimistic parent of a. We'll see. You're telling me these things. We'll see. Well, and speaking of of new things, uh, just want to touch base. And I actually want to circle back about your trip with your parents and them being 30 years since they've been to Walt Disney World. But some of the other things for the 50th that have been announced, real quick, and I'll get your thoughts on these. And I want to circle back to your your, your folks. Uh, Ratatouille is going to be finally opening. Uh, I think it's pretty much done right now. It's just sitting there. Uh, so I think you're not a huge fan of it, but it'll be something new in Epcot. It'll divert some lines away from some other things. So if that's your if that's your deal, that'll be open, which is good. I guess anything new is good, right? I mean, it's it's better than nothing. Um, and then as well as you know, they announced um, that there will be 50 statues placed around the Walt Disney World Resort. There'll be 25 golden statues placed in the Magic Kingdom. And then 25 more placed through the other three parks. So you'll have a mixture through Epcot, uh, Animal Kingdom, and uh, Hollywood Studios. Uh, the the characters haven't really been announced uh, of like what specific ones uh, will be there. I assume it would be the Fab Five, Chip and Dale. Uh, hopefully we'll get a Figment statue in there. Uh, some of the other characters, I don't know. But those will be uh, around the parks as well. And I guess it's probably for like Instagram moments or just pictures to post. And I'm sure there'll be some kind of hashtag for that. Um, but is that stuff that you think your parents are going to be excited for, or are they Ratatouille people? They like that movie or statues? Are you guys big uh, photography people? You know what I'm saying? Are you big at the photos, or is this really something you can maybe do without? Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it because I'm very curious to see, and and and, and they are too. Of it, maybe if they're going to incorporate maybe some of the old characters from some of the old rides. I mean, are, are we going to get an homage to Mr. Toad? I, I would I would believe we have to have an homage to Mr. Toad. Like you said, Figment. There's got there there should be a Figment statue. But more importantly, are we gonna get a Figment with the Dreamfinder statue? Oh yeah. I hope so. I mean that's to me, if that's if that's not done, it is blasphemy. I mean, are we gonna get a throwback to Horizons? You know, are we gonna get a throwback to maybe some of the uh, you know, some of the Wonders of Life pavilion stuff? Are we gonna get a throwback to uh, Cranium Command? I was thinking, you know, like a kitchen cabaret popped in my head right there. <laughs> exactly, kitchen cabaret. You know, I mean, are we, I, I'm I'm very curious to see, uh, you know, what what kind of statues, which statues will be incorporated uh, there throughout all of Disney history. I mean, there's there's a million people. You know, there's there's countless names going through my head, characters, and I, I mean, I and to me, it's like I've. I, I, I'm trying to keep an open mind and I'm trying to not include my own bias because to me, I want to see all the obscure characters. I mean, that's, that's the way, that's the way I am. That's the way my folks are like, we're, we're the people where it's the, Oh, okay. You, you've got that. Well, why, why couldn't you put Ludwig von Drake there? Who's yeah, but, Ludwig von? Oh, I, know, I know who Ludwig von Drake is. It's a fantastic like, reference right there. And like Humphrey. Humphrey has got to be included in this. Please, please. I mean, if you want Instagrammable moments, you throw in obscure characters. I mean, you see 
during the run Disney events and even during some of the special uh, after hours events of when you bring in those characters you don't normally see and how nuts people go for them. They'll wait an hour for a meet and greet. I mean, you start even doing statues of these. I mean, they'll be hashed. Those people, people will take, will line up for photos in front of those. I mean, yeah, Mickey, Minnie, the Fab Five are great, right? But you start putting out there like Figment with, with the Dream Finder, you know, Roger Rabbit, you know what I'm saying? Like Launchpad yes. McQuack in the, you know, in the duck. I mean, I don't know. There's so many things that you could do. I mean, that would be awesome. Um, Yo, Jiminy Cricket, man. I'm a huge Jiminy Cricket fan. I mean, you never see him except at the golf courses half the time. So uh, that would be that would be fantastic. So uh, speaking of uh, newer things and seeing things, uh, one last thing is you mentioned Epcot Forever. Uh, it looks like they're possibly recycling some of that show and moving it over to Disney's Animal Kingdom. And uh, they're going to have a new show, show called uh, Kite Tales. And uh, it's going to be a daytime show. And uh, it looks like it uses some of the uh, Wave Runners. And some of maybe the similar kites that they use for Epcot Forever, and they're gonna have so they have stuff on the water on the lagoon there, and then some stuff in, I guess in the in the front of the of the seating area, uh, from some of the concept art I've seen. I I don't know how I feel about this. I, I don't doesn't bother me because I think if you have something in the middle of the day, you want to have like a daytime show. I think it's no different than having a show in front of the castle. Uh, if you want to have a show that like does something like that where people could sit down and be entertained i'm for it it sounds a little odd but i mean it might be cool it might be something different to do in a day i know jen and i go all the time right we sometimes go out of our way to see some of the different shows we normally won't see so maybe you know the next time we're there if the show is going on we'll stop and maybe check it out if it's not good we won't watch it again if it's good maybe we'll go watch it again so i don't know i mean it's not a cut forever but it sounds like they've maybe recycled some of the elements of it uh, is this some like something, Tim, that you would be interested in, or? Yeah, it, I I feel like if they were going to recycle anything from Epcot into the Animal Kingdom that would work, why not recycle Tapestry and Nations into a parade? I Tapestry and Nations, I don't know if you remember that one or not. It was fantastic, fantastic daytime parade that they would do through Epcot. Just the elaborate costumes, I mean, you know, in, incorporating all the different cultures, with especially with all of the, you know, all of the diverse, you know, all, all of the diverse cultures you have in Animal Kingdom. I feel like that could have been like just a gangbusters opportunity. But maybe that's what they're going for with these kites is they are, you know, they can incorporate, you know, cultures from, you know, the, you know, the Asiatic continent. They can, you know, they from the Asiatic peoples. They can incorporate... You know, from you know, from Africa, they can incorporate from Europe. They can incorporate from South America. We we may see some you know we, we may see some opportunities here. You know, it, I'm again another one. I'm I'm trying to keep an open mind to see what comes of this because I you know like like you said, I, I've 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 also been uh, kind of a negative Nancy during a lot of this, and I really don't want to be that person. I want to look forward to it. I don't want to go down. I don't want to go down to Disney the way I used to go to Cub Games pre, you know, Theo Epstein showing up and turning the franchise around. I don't want to walk in going saying, oh, great, how are you going to screw this up today? You know, I, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be Randy Quaid in Major League Two. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I, I'm really trying to keep an open mind to see what happens here. And the Animal Kingdom, because of 
because of the way they've kind of let Epcot fall into disrepair, the Animal Kingdom is slowly but surely making its way into being my favorite park. Uh, and I, I really want to see good things for it. I really want to see something, you know, gangbusters show up and make this, uh, you know, make this a yet even more desirable, you know, park to uh, in which to spend some more time. Well, I mean, I, I think a lot, I mean, it's good to putting something over in Animal Kingdom, right? I think a lot of the 50th anniversary, even though in theory, the 50th anniversary is the Magic Kingdom contemporary Polynesian, like the original Seven Seas Lagoonary. That's the 50th anniversary, but it seems like they're kind of rolling Epcot, even though Epcot's not really finished yet. I mean, they're kind of incorporating Epcot into this as well. They're kind of, it was 1982 when Epcot opened, so it was maybe 11 years. So they're kind of, it's kind of like, a, you know, 50th anniversary light. You know, Epcot's kind of still old school. So uh, it's it's not part of the newer generation as the studios and Animal Kingdom was. So at least they're, they're showing some love to the other parks. I mean, Hollywood Studios obviously doesn't need any help. It's got Galaxy's Edge, Toy Story Land. Um, you know, it's got enough right there to, to bring people in. Um, it doesn't need uh, a lot of help from the 50th. But um, I think it's good to show Animal Kingdom some love. And yeah, I think newer, some different attractions, different shows. Anything is good. We've had so much taken away this year. I agree, Tim. I've been negative too. I'm, I don't want to be that anywhere because it's like if we're gonna be negative, why are we even doing this? Why are we even going? So yeah, I mean, like you know what? It's new. It might not be my cup of tea, but it might be somebody else's cup of tea, and I think that's great. I mean, if if, if, if a young family likes that and they want, and maybe their kids will be mesmerized by it, I think it's great, and it'll be all worth it. The one thing I want to circle back around is we kind of covered a lot of what the fiftieth is gonna be is you said that you're bringing your parents down uh, in the spring of 2022, which I think is great because unless you're one of these people that has to be there for like day one and see everything and like put it out on social, I think you're going at a good time. Things will be settled in. More stuff's going to be open. You don't know what they're going to announce after uh, the calendar year ends. You know what I'm saying? They might have more for the 50th. But what I find funny is that you said it's been 30 years since your parents were in Walt Disney World. And uh, I'm not no mathematician, but I think it's around 1991. Was the last <laughs> time they were there, and and to, yeah, the last time our Splash Mountain was brand new. So yeah, so between eighty nine, ninety, ninety one, like to me, that's like the Disney Renaissance. That's like the Eisner Renaissance era. And to me, growing up, I was around ten, eleven years old. Um, that's like the golden age of Walt Disney World for me. That's when they built, you know, what I'm saying Yacht Beach Club. The studios opened up. Swan and Dolphin opened up. Typhoon Lagoon opened up. Pleasure Island opened up. They were they were doing so much in Walt Disney World at that time. That it was growing so fast and really becoming that that ultimate des, you know vacation destination, which we all know now is like the number one vacation destination in the world, right? I sound, I sound like a tour, a, 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 you know, a, a, a tour guide here. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like a travel agent. So, but I just find that that era was awesome. Grand Floridian opened up. I mean, like 80, 89. So, my question to you is, and that was a great time to visit. You being a Disney veteran, being on a Disney podcast. What are you? What are you? What are your like priorities to show your parents? Because when the last time they were there, a lot was happening, but also a ton has changed since they've been there. What What is Tim Schweska's like must show my parents on on the list of things? Like what What is like the things that you have to show your mom and dad? This is what's changed. Check this out now. Check the show out. What What are you showing your folks? Well, I mean, my folks, they, you know. They, they came from modest means and I was, they, you know, they worked, they both worked their butts off. And the one thing, my father came from a family of 11 and he always swore up and down 
that no matter what, he was going to take a vacation every year. He was going to take, you know, he was going to take us, you know, he was going to take me somewhere. He's going to take my mother and I somewhere. And the uh, through uh, the local police benevolent, he was able to get a deal on a timeshare. Uh, uh, just, I mean, just rent, just rent a condo down in Indian Rocks Beach, Florida. And he fell in love with the place. Uh, they'll be retiring there soon. Uh, but he fell in love with the Gulf Coast of Florida. And so we would drive down and he would specifically take, you know, one day out of his, one or two days out of him and my mom's vacation. And they would take my, you know, you know, my little scrubby butt to, uh, to the parks. And they were, they were, <clears throat> I mean, it was one of those probably out of the budget range, everything else, but they would scrimp, they would save, and they would take me to those parks. We never stayed, we never stayed on grounds. Uh, we never, you know, we never really ate at a lot of the, a lot of the nice, fancy restaurants. They never got to see that side of Disney. To whereas, you know, to whereas now my wife and I, uh, when we first started going down uh, to the parks again in 2001, um, we, we stayed off property the first few times, but then we stayed at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, and then we stayed at Caribbean Beach, we stayed at Port Orleans, you know, we stayed at Saratoga, uh, you know, just, we, we started staying at all of them, and my folks have never had the pleasure of being able to stay within the bubble and enjoy all these amazing restaurants, and <clears throat> they see all the pictures that we post as far as all the food pictures, and all you know these restaurants and all these experiences down there and I, I think it's finally piqued their curiosity to the point of where can you take us and show us this instead of just showing a picture <laughs> and so uh, to me my, I'm excited about showing showing my parents the world-class dinners you can get down there the world-class cuisine I'm I cannot wait to show my folks the relaxation of parking your car for a week and forgetting about it yeah. Letting somebody drive you around, taking the Disney transportation, taking, you know, I, I, you know I'm looking forward to taking them, you know, on the Skyliner this time. Uh, you know, I, I'm looking forward to, you know, taking them on some of the friendship yachts. I, I cannot wait to introduce them to these to these different modes of transportation that we never used because it was always bite everybody down I-4, park in the big lot, take the tram up front. You know, there was always too line of a long. There was always too long of a line for the monorail, so it was take the ferry boat across, and you know, then fight everybody on the way back, and that's that's what it was. It was a rope drop to park close. So I I cannot wait to introduce them to a leisurely Disney trip. Where do you want to do this? Okay, we can. Do you want to? Do you not want to do this? Fine, we don't have to. It's uh, I I can't wait to introduce them to something. To, uh, to that this can actually be a relaxing vacation it's almost like that, it's almost like the first time they you know they took you even though you guys went commando style it's like almost like they're your children now and it's like let me take you and show you now what's changed and what's new and how we do it you know what i'm saying it's like instead of like parking the car and taking the tram and it's like let's take the bus in and it drops us off right up front and we're a resort guest we get in 30 minutes early and we can go here we can we can charge it back to the room Put your wallet away. We don't need cash. We put it right on the room. You know what I'm saying? We use Magic Man. We use our phone to do this. So there's, I guess there's a lot of things that, you know, you're going to be able to show them that we almost even take for granted. The one thing I want to ask you is, um, 
if you could elaborate, where, where are you going to be? Uh, where are you going to be staying? And do you guys have any uh, ideas for ADRs? I mean, listen, we all know for our listeners to listen to the show, you know, Tim is a, a real big, you know, person in with the uh, the the Cicerone stuff, you know, with the, with the with the beers and pairing beers with food and with our snack crawls. He's very good with that stuff. So, um, resort where you're staying, Tim, and what restaurants or uh, f- dining experiences do you think you want, you want to take them on? What are, what are your ideas? I know you're not you're much further than 60 days out right now. So, but w- what's on your mind right now that you would, if you could have your your way, you could you would lock down right now if you could. Well, um, I want to take. Uh, we'll, we'll be staying at Old Key West first and foremost. All right. Um, because it just it's it has that laid back feel. It has. I, I feel like it has enough isolation away from the madness. You know, it, it's it's going to be a big overstimulation for them being back for the first time in 30 years, and I want them to have an escape. Uh, also. To, I mean, not not that they they're they're both very lucid. They're both very sharp people. I mean, it's uh, you know, my my mother was a you know a shop steward uh, for uh you know for a uh, for a city union for 30 years. My father was a you know a police officer for 40 years, and before that, you know, paratrooper in Vietnam. So they're they're they both can handle themselves plenty, but they especially with all the all the goings on. There's only one mode of transportation out of Key West. There's only one mode of transportation into Key West. It's just a bus. So it'll be nice and easy for them. And it's just a very nice, relaxing resort. We're going to be doing the uh, the two-bedroom villa. So that way they can enjoy, you know, morning coffee out on the patio. Relax. Uh, have a little kitchenette. So that way they can, if they want to eat and drink at their leisure, they've got it. But my thing, uh, as far as uh, the ADRs of... Uh, I, I've, <clears throat> I have already requested, uh, put in a request as soon as I'm able to, to book a dinner at Shula's in the Bodakani room. Nice. <clears throat> uh, my father being a huge University of Notre Dame fan, because my grandfather is actually a University of Notre Dame alumni, uh, he, uh, my, my father was a huge Nick Bonacani fan growing up. Uh, and I would love to be able to take him to Shula's to eat in the in the, uh, the Bonacani room, and just show him all that Shula's has to offer. I mean, it's one of the it's it's plain and simple the best steak I've ever had on property. Oh, absolutely, dude! It's it's way better than um, what do you call it the uh, the yacht club? It's just a uh, yachtsman. I mean, yachtsman's great, but it's not Shula's. I know, and that's and that's and that's the insane part about it. Yachtsman, you get a fantastic meal. But I mean, it's it's not even in the same realm, and that's how good Shula's is. And Shula's has got uh, great steak. And listen, I know if you buy a good steak, you don't need steak sauce, right? You don't. But Shula makes. I buy it in Publix here in Florida, and they make great steak sauce. I mean, because I I can't season the steak like they can at a steakhouse, but I'll dump some Shula's on it. It makes it good. So, but Shula's definitely. Uh, Jen and I went there for our anniversary last year. It was awesome. So, uh, yeah, I think that's a very wise choice there. Anything else that's uh, on your radar? Uh, yes, uh, we will be taking them to, um, oh my God, the, the name is escaping me. Uh, the, the wonderful joint that you and Jen introduced, uh, Topaz and I to. Uh, we went, we went a couple nights. Say again, you uh, the Italian restaurant. Oh, Il, Il Molino? Yes. Yeah. The, the one that's, uh, that's supposedly, uh, the theming that was, it was built in an old, uh, an old airport. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. It's uh, Maria Nenzo's. 
Marian Enzo's. Thank yeah, Marian Enzo's. Oh yeah, gosh. at Disney Springs. That's a great little spot. I mean, uh, Marian Enzo's. I like it. Not a huge menu, but it's it's got it's great food. Uh, we've never had a bad experience there. We've had great service. Um, it's good stuff, Marian Enzo's. I like it. And then you're in Disney Springs, so there's a lot to do when you're done with dinner. You know, it's not like you're at a resort and there's nothing going on. You're in the you're in the heart of everything. So it's uh, I I think it's they they have great they have wonderful quality food uh they the theming is fantastic uh you know the the fact that uh, you and jen were good enough to tell us the story about the about the place of why you know what what the story is behind it i i can't wait to share that with my folks uh i, I think they'll really really get a kick out of that because one of their favorite places before it closed uh, in town was this little uh, supper club that had been open since the 30s called bianchi's that had fantastic italian food so uh looking uh looking forward to introducing them to that uh also uh going to try to take uh uh the old man a little bit out of his comfort zone and i'm going to take him over to Jico. okay uh just because Jico is just such a i've every time i've walked in there it has been a world-class experience uh and the one thing that we do have actually booked out in advance that we're able to already secure is the final night we will be there we are we have the chef's table at uh victorian alberts booked oh well done sir well done yeah. that is very hard to get i mean it's hard to get in there in general let alone a chef's table so i'm i'm saying this right now uh, when you return from your trip we're obviously gonna do, i like to do a trip review with you but i want a review on the chef's table at Victorian Alberts. I went to Vicky Nows, as our great friend Pacinetti would say. I went to Vicky Nows when I was like 11 years old. And I went there when I was 11 because my family and my cousins, we were on the thing called the Grand Plan. We stayed at the Grand Floridian. It was essentially all, yeah. it was all inclusive. And as my uh-huh. parent, my parents did very well at the time and I didn't know how spoiled I was at the time. But I went to Vicky Nows. I remember my mom dressing me up and I remember I called it the bread and butter restaurant because I didn't like anything on the menu. And I had no idea how lucky I was to be in that restaurant at the time. Now that I appreciate the food, um, yeah, haven't been in there yet. That's actually the one thing that Jen and I we have not been able to get a res for. And um, yeah, that's awesome, dude. I mean, if you're gonna do it, go all out and do it. Do chef's table. So that's amazing. I mean, that's. Oh. Well, I mean, and that's kind of what we're going for. Is it's one of those we, we got to go. Uh, this this is gonna be this is gonna be their last trip there. They they don't they they just they're. They're not. They're not continuous park people. They want to go so many other places, uh, but so I mean, most likely their last trip there. So I, I really want to. I mean, I really want to show them, especially the the food aspect, because that's when I. That's that's what you know. They both kind of rave about, and also I know it's. It especially pales in comparison to some of the restaurants we've just been talking about. But the one thing I can't. I the one thing I also can't wait to show them. Is how much, how much quick service has improved since we've been, since, yeah. the, since we all went. You know that that there's there's so much more than chicken chicken fingers, burgers, fries, hot dogs, hamburgers. You know, I I, I can't wait to show them these things. That oh wait a minute, are you kidding me? You can get basically like this noodle bowl. You know, you can get. Um, you know, I wait. I mean, are you telling me I can get curry? I can get this. I can just so many different things. I, and never in my life would I have thought I would be able to walk into, you know, a Disney park and get red curry and jasmine rice with peat with garlic naan. 
It's true. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I think and they're going to have they're going to have a blast with all this stuff, man. I mean, they're, um, I mean, just even the experiences at Chico, and they're going to walk into Animal Kingdom Lodge and just like take them out back and just see like the savanna and just be like, yo, check this out, mom and dad. Like this is pretty cool. We're waiting for our table, but we're gonna. We're going to watch the zebras here. We're going to watch the giraffes uh, running around here. And, you know, I mean, the experiences are going to be amazing. Yes. I I am uh, I am looking forward to basically showing them the, uh, the good life of Disney because they were good enough to show me a lot of that stuff as, you know, as a kid. And they, they worked so hard for it. Uh, and they, you know, they always made sure I had the best experiences. So I am... This is something I have very, very much looked forward to. And to be able to do this is just a real treat. And I mean, a, a fraction of the way I can pay back uh, the, you know, the amazing people my parents have been to me. So I just can't wait for this. Now, do you have any like tours booked, like any VIP tours or I know they're doing VIP tours. Um, I don't know if they're doing, I don't think they're taking reservations for obviously any of the backstage stuff, but if any of those things do open up, uh, is that something you would jump on if they started, if they started to offer uh, tours, like I'm saying, like behind the scenes, uh, keys to the kingdom. I don't think they're going to for a while, but, um, but if they did, would that be something you would jump on? Keys to the kingdom. Absolutely. I would jump on. Yes. Yeah, I think, um, I think that would be pretty cool to take them downstairs. I mean, I, Jen and I did that. That was an awesome tour. That was like that. That day went by so fast. Um, I was almost like, and our, our our tour guide, she was amazing. Like I did the whole like send a tweet thing, whatever, and like I actually got a response back with her holding up like the the certificate because uh, I did the cast compliment. I mean, if I could give another one, like she was that good. She knew so much about everything. And I'm sure they're giving a script on certain things, but the way she presented it and how it was just, it was amazing. It was like, I was trying to take as much mental pictures as I could when we were downstairs, but it was surreal. Like, wow, we're actually in the Utilidors now. This is really, really cool, you know? Or we just cut the line on Haunted Mansion and we know where the, the secret entrance is. Like, this is pretty this is pretty badass, you know? So, um, I mean, that would be awesome. I think for old school Disney fans like your parents, I mean, I think there would be something that uh, that they would enjoy. Very, very much so. And uh, also, just just to throw in, uh, for anyone interested in uh, tasting one of the cucumbers in uh, in the in the land, in living with the land, you don't have to get out of your boat for the greenhouse, you idiots. Uh, if you actually just take the thirty dollar behind the seeds tour, believe it or not, during the tour they actually give you a sample of the cucumber. You know, it's um, it. They, they give it to you right right there on the spot so you don't have to jump out of a boat you don't have to ruin things for everyone else you don't have to catch a band because you're stupid you can just go on that you can just go on that behind the seats tour learn a lot it's only about uh, I think it's it's only uh, about a two-hour tour and it, you really get a lot out of it and you also get to taste the cucumber without trying to pull a Dollar Tree evil Knievel out of the boat and face plant in the sand yeah, I went, I went off on a little bit of a rant last night on the Disney Dads podcast uh, just about pretty much I'm tired of Disney not holding people accountable for their actions in the park. I understand Disney is a very welcoming place, but there comes a point where it's like you're now ruining uh, people's experiences that are on boats behind you, on the boats with you. Uh, I know uh, Dave, a good friend of Dave's and an acquaintance that I know, 
uh, was on one of the boats behind there, you know, behind actually got video of it. And it's just like, what, you know, what, what are these, what are these people doing? What do they think? I mean, it's just, it's, it's very frustrating. Um, you know, I, I really, I really hope that Disney and, uh, Orange County, uh, the sheriff's office, I should maybe find out who that person was and kind of goes after them. I understand it's food and wine time. I understand people are drinking, um, but it's, it's not, that's not an excuse for it. It's ruining people's trips because the thing I think about, you know, your situation, Tim, your parents have been there in 30 years. You're on living with the land and you've got this idiot doing this. It's like, what is that? It's not a first class. That's not a first class vacation when you get people doing stupid crap like that. So I don't know, man. I just, I really hope that this kind of stuff kind of stops. Um, it's just, it's unfortunate, but it's funny, but it's unfortunate at the same time. Yeah, I, it's, I, I completely agree. I really do hope that Disney and, uh, you know, I do hope Disney does get involved and at least throw a ban to somebody like this. Uh, I mean, it doesn't even have to be a lifetime ban, but, you know, just put them in the penalty box for a while for crying out loud. Yeah, I, it's, uh, I definitely agree. It's, it, to me, it's, it, you know, that, that, that type of self-seeking, self-centered behavior doesn't have a place when uh, you're sharing space with uh, roughly 100,000 other people during that week. And that's a conservative estimate. I mean, there's probably, you could probably triple that during a busy season. Uh, so, I mean, you know, be, be, be courteous. It's just like being, you know, just, just like, you know, you've, you know, you've, you've lived in a big city. I've lived in a big city. You don't, you don't get to stack people nine, 12 deep and act like a jerk and get away with it. Yeah. You, you should get called on. Yeah, you definitely should. I mean, it's, uh, I don't know, man, it's frustrating, but I really hope, um, I really hope that we don't really see that anymore. Uh, speaking of like uh, drinking too much at Epcot, <laughs> um, uh, you're going to be there in the springtime. Or are you going to be uh, taking up uh, Flower and Garden and the festival uh, booths that will be accompanying that? Will you be there at the uh, time it's open? Yes, we are specifically going for Flower and Garden because that way we can capture. We'll be able to capture the 50th uh, anniversary celebration. We're letting uh, we're letting things you know. A, go on a little bit longer so more things will open up more shows will be there um i really i really want to take them down there when we're you know when finding nemo is back i really want to take them down there i mean i know that lion king just returned so i I really want to make sure they can see a lot of these you know these broadway uh type shows that just where the you know the production value is just on on a top tier of something that you, you never even saw at Disney 30 years ago, let alone anywhere else. Um, but to me, uh, I also want to take them for Flower and Garden because it kind of gives them it gives them a good inkling of what food and wine is without the rowdy crowds of food and wine. Hey, they, they might enjoy it so much that maybe they'll want to sneak down for a weekend. You're like, hey, mom and dad, you know, if you really enjoyed all the food boots and all the good time, all the good stuff here. Uh, they do this for 180 days in the fall, or whatever the heck it is now, 130 days. <laughs> you know, for three quarters of the year they do this. So uh, if you want to sneak down for a long weekend, you know, you could experience this as well, or or in the middle of the week, which is probably a better time to do it. But I think it's cool that they'll get experience, they'll get to experience that. I don't think these, uh, I don't think Flower and Garden was going on back in 1991. So I think the uh, the cool topiaries and things that you'll see in the parks, they'll probably remember some of them because. Um, the topiaries used to be really big around the resorts and around property, um, and it kind of went away from that. I think they kind of contracted out some of the, the, the horticultural and the, the grass cuttings, but maybe they'll, they'll go from there to now, uh, you know, the Flower and Garden, where you'll see some of those those fun um, displays that the, that Disney does. So 
uh, maybe that'll bring back some memories for them. Uh, but I think it'll be great that they'll uh, they'll be down there to experience uh, to experience Flower and Garden. I, th I think so. I, I'm I'm looking forward to you know being able to show them all these new things and just be able to experience it with them. Um, also, it's it's a good way for us to break uh, to break it in and let them. Uh, let them take it in. Let them take in the the Disney, the Disney level of service that uh, that people have become accustomed to. Because what uh, they don't listen to this podcast, but what they don't know is that um, we will be basically presenting them with a belated Christmas gift at the end of the trip. Uh, that is going to be a seven night stay at Olani. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, well, it'll it'll be the uh, and it'll be for uh, we have it booked for 2023, and the reason I mean uh, we yeah, we have it booked for 2023, and uh, the reason being is that will be exactly 50 years from when my father flew home from his uh, for his first R and R from Vietnam, and my mother flew from Illinois. I mean uh, from she flew from uh, North Carolina from Fort Bragg to meet him in Hawaii for their honeymoon oh dude it's gonna be the fact that like you're a son and actually like remembered that and put that together i think uh i think a lot of that is lost on our generation and the generations past us so the fact that you remember that and you're making that happen that's pretty amazing man i mean alani is awesome to begin with um so as somebody who's been there once um loved it there wasn't anything i didn't like about it so um to be at like a resort with some of the best disney service you'll see um, I haven't experienced DCL yet, but it's, I heard it's about on par with that. Uh, yeah, I think they're going to love that. I, uh, I, it's to me, it's a, they deserve it. You know I mean? It's the, uh, every, everything, everything they've kind of, you know, done for me, everything they've gone through. It's, uh, you know, it's, they, they decided, uh, they, 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 they tried to, give us like a, a monetary gift uh, a few uh, a few years ago and they wouldn't take no for an answer but what they didn't know is we actually put that into an IRA and rolled it over and that's going to be their trip <laughs> they, they, they don't they don't need to know that so <laughs> no they do not but they don't listen to the pod my, my father cannot figure out iTunes or Podbean so I'm saying <laughs> what's a string bean what, what, are you, what are you doing you know <laughs> so uh, but I you know meeting that's long been dead <laughs> so i'm gonna say this tim you know um we talked about it was just me and you a little fireside chat tonight and we were supposed to talk about news and like the 50th stuff and there's a there's one or two other things we'll talk about but sometimes shows take a turn this has been awesome dude like just hearing about how you're gonna plan your trip with your family in the spring i think this was a pretty to our listeners we we did not know we were gonna talk about this tonight so this is I'm discovering this as you guys are listening to us as well. I think this is really cool what Tim is is doing for his folks. I mean, I just think it's awesome. Um, it's just a nice surprise. It's a nice surprise for a show. I think it's, you know, we always talk about, you know, snack crawls. We talk about, you know, let's, let's design parks and snap. But this is real life. This is a trip that you're going to experience with your family and to share it with us and what you're going to do and why you're going to do it. It's pretty cool. Well, it's it. I, I appreciate that. I mean, but it's to me, it's one of those. I, I feel like it's only fair because, you know, 
my the, the first trip I ever took was in late October of 1982 to uh, to Walt Disney World. So I feel like it's only fair that 40 years later, now I finally get to return that favor to them. Uh, it's uh, they're they're the ones who started my you know started my love affair with uh, with the Walt Disney Corporation. Uh, they're the ones who have put me on this path to where I'm now on a podcast with uh, you know with with a bunch of guys who I you know and gals who I now consider my very very dear friends. I mean. It's, uh, I mean, to, to the point of where, I mean, any anytime we're going anywhere near Florida, you know, my wife is like, oh, hey, make sure to, you know, find out if Joe and Jen are going to be around. You know, I mean, it's like that's that's the type of thing that, uh, you know, that's that's the type of bond that this has given me. Uh, and it, I, you know, I, I owe that all to my folks. I never would have met any of you good people if, if, if it wasn't for my folks. So to me, it's uh, you know, this this is a this is a well-deserved trip and a long overdue trip for them. Yeah, and it's funny you say that because this Friday, uh, Jen and I are heading down to uh, Orlando to meet up with Chuck and Heather. Uh, they're staying at the Universal Orlando Resort, so not quite Walt Disney World, but it's the same thing. And we're gonna try to have some dinner and drinks with them, and uh, me and Jen are gonna play a little golf on Saturday morning. But yeah, I mean, it's one of those things when and Dave experiences it all the time. Dave and Jeff Williams, you know, used to be on the podcast. They're actually all together tonight. Um, yeah, I mean, Disney brings people together, and whenever people are in the Orlando area, you know, my neighbors kind of like, you're going down again to Orlando? I'm like, I got a lot of friends that, are, you know, are in town. I mean, we spent time with Florence. Hey, Florence, how are you? Um, the, the other weekend, it was awesome to see her and catch up with her. She's a good, dear friend of Jen and I's. You know, we love Florence. Um, you know, and so it's whenever people are in town, you know, we're like, let's go and buy and see people. So, yeah, I mean, Disney does that to people. Uh, it's the things that we love about Disney. I'm going to do one quick segue here, Tim. And, uh, you know, the things that we don't we love about Disney, but things that we don't love about Disney. And there's one there's one thing that came up that we brought up. Right. And uh, it's it's speaking of like Alani and your parents thing at Old Key West. This is one of the topics we were going to talk about. Me and him scratched our head about it is about uh, just let your parents know when you go to Old Key West and when they when you surprise them with their Alani trip that um, they're not going to have housekeeping or they can't even pay for housekeeping. So I guess, you know, allegedly or according to uh, DVCnews.com. Um, the DV, uh, Disney Vacation Club is there. Uh, you used to be able to pay for extra services uh, if you wanted uh, for your your unit, and um, they had you know they always give you the trash and towel service after four days, um, and if you wanted to have um, extra services like extra towels or whatever, you could pay fifteen dollars a day a day up to thirty five dollars up to a three bedroom grand villa. Jen and I rarely did this. We would, we would just ask for some extra towels here and there, but we weren't we were pretty neat, so we, we this really wasn't a big deal for us. I know families with small children. I look at when my brother goes on vacation with my niece and nephew and his wife. It's like a bomb went off in the room, and I feel bad for the housekeeper. I'm like, my my own. I'm like, this is crazy. So, um, I understand how it could be beneficial to a lot of families, but um, yeah, they're 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 kind of discontinuing that. They're giving the reason, I guess, because it might be related to the current. Uh, COVID-19 health and safety regulations. Uh, all right. Maybe I think it's because they're short-staffed <laughs> more than anything else. But, uh, you know, right now they're saying that the, the current cleaning schedule is going to be uh, trash and towels on uh, day four uh, of, of stays that are seven nights. And if you're on stays of eight nights or more, uh, you will get the f uh, full cleaning as performed on day four and trash and towel service on day eight. So the longer you stay, they will give you that full cleaning. But uh, for the shorter stays, you're kind of keep your stuff clean because you can't even pay for it anymore. So I don't know, Tim. I mean, 
we had like a really heartfelt conversation about your family, but I wanted to talk about this a little bit too because we had brought it up. What's your thoughts about how great Disney is and then they kind of do this? <laughs> they take away a, a basic service. <laughs> Go figure. Well, it, to me, it just... I <clears throat> I commented on uh, in a Disney community earlier that, um, you know, I, I, I feel like, you know, it's a... The way the way things are, it's you. You look at the overseas parks, particularly the Asian parks, that are just complete jewels. And it's hey, just just because we decided to add this new parade, we we decided to add this new ride with this amazing technology. Meanwhile, at you know, meanwhile, you know, at the Florida project. Okay, welcome to the beer garden. Uh, we we do have your meat for you. Uh, uh, we would request that families A through M bring a side dish, and families N through Z bring a dessert. And by the way, there will be a ten seventy nine on packaging fee. Thank you. Have a magical day. Uh, <laughs> just, <laughs> I, I I feel like it's more like the you're going to take more away. Yeah, yeah, we are. Really? Yeah. Don't you feel bad about it? <laughs> not really but, I mean the thing is and, I, and I'll say it I, the reason being people keep showing up uh, people keep showing up people keep accepting it uh, I remember for a while there was a big uproar about paying for parking like that's one of the reasons why we stay at the resorts we never paid for parking now I gotta pay to park my car now I gotta do this and people were very very mad about it that's all subsided. Uh, it, it, for a while, it was like people were going on about the the new uh, uh, the new Halloween party that there's going to be no boo to you parade. It's going to be kind of a scaled down version of Mickey's Not So Scary. People were up in arms about that. They've forgotten about it. Yeah, this, uh, this Halloween I mean, sold out already. A lot of the dates are selling out already. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's one of these. I mean, uh, the, the one thing I've always said is I, I always. I always call it the, uh, the you know, the 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 uh, the cake cutting theory, and that is, you know, I I don't I don't blame I don't blame the banquet hall for charging an un, an uncorking fee or a cake cutting fee. I blame the person who wrote the check for it and was okay with it. Yeah, it enables it. We're all enablers. Yes. You know, it, it's it's and, a, it's a love hate, Tim. Right? It's like we love Disney and we also hate it at the same time with certain things. But like you said before. You and I both were trying to be more positive about things. We're trying to find yeah. the positives about it. Like, there's so many things that we can get upset about, you know, and, and we'll rant on the show. Like, here, we'll have some fun with it. And maybe there's listeners out there that be like, yeah, I feel the same way that Joe and Tim do. You know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, you're not alone. We feel the same way. It's like, just because we do a podcast and we got sponsors and all that stuff, we're not all pixie dust and roses all the time. You know what I'm saying? We disagree with what a lot of Disney does, you know, but, you know, you got to find the things that you love to do. You know, you got to find the, the activities and the things that you love to do that you're willing to pay for. You know, like I love the resorts. I could sit at a resort all day and take in the pool and just take in the, how beautiful the resorts are. Like, your parents are going to love Old Key West, man. It's going to be like from people that live in Illinois where it's cold and dark half the year. You know what I'm saying? Like, with overcast. They're going to come down there. It's loaded full of palm trees. It's the, the pastel colors. It's going to be amazing. They're going to love it. You know what I'm saying? Like, find the things that you love and enjoy. Yes, we could still complain about certain things, but, you know. It's that's just it's the love hate of Disney. I mean, it's just kind of the way it is right now. Oh, I mean, if, if I if I have to pass the front desk to pick up, you know, uh, you know, a change of clean towels, or if I have to, 
maybe walk a little bit to take some trash out. I mean, there are greater tragedies in the world. I'm going to survive. Champagne okay. problems, man. Champagne problems. It, exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's the. So I mean, it, uh, quite honestly, I mean, there are there are greater tragedies. Uh, you know, we're we're all going to make it through. It just, uh, but it, it definitely you, you just you, not not to complain, but it's one of those you just can't help but notice that it just they. The, you know, there's, there's been a lot of minus, there's been a lot of minusing and not a lot of plusing. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, well, the, the one, the, the one thing that, that one thing that will be a plusing is, this is probably the last topic we'll talk about. Cause we're heading up on the hour here is, uh, you know, you're staying at old Key West. I'm a Saratoga Springs lover. Uh, you know, they announced that they're going to be redoing their lobbies. You know, old Key West just went through a refurb like last year, two years ago. Uh, Saratoga is going through kind of finishing up one right now. I stayed in a one bedroom with my buddy Mike from Disney Dads podcast. Uh, crashed at his uh, unit one night. It was absolutely gorgeous. Uh, and now they're redoing the lobbies of the resorts. So at least they're kind of finishing the projects. They're giving us back a little something. I know they're DVC resorts, so we're probably paying for it somewhere in our dues. But uh, Saratoga is going to be redoing the lobby and the hallway that connects uh, the lobby to uh, Artist Palette. Uh, and Old Key West are redoing the den. Uh, and once that's done, they're going to move the front desk area over to the den and redo the front desk area. So I know Old Key West, people really don't go to the lobby too much there because it's the way the resort is laid out. You really don't need to. Um, either you're at Olivia's or the or the sundry shop or you're not. But it'll be done. If you need to go in there and check in, they'll be uh, under renovation and being redone. So I'm always foreseeing uh, updates to the resorts uh, that aren't intrusive. So uh your final thoughts about that, Tim, before we shut down uh, the show for the night, just uh, about updating the uh, the lobbies and uh, putting a little bit back in the uh, back in the resorts. That's that's one thing that Disney always has been good about, especially with uh, with a lot of the hotels. They they really don't uh, they don't let a hotel stay complacent for too long. They definitely go through and do uh, do some very good refurbs. I mean, they've. You know they've they've done some wonderful refurbs on the Polynesian. They've done wonderful refurbs on Port Orleans, uh, Riverside. Um, they've done some great refurbs on uh, on the Animal Kingdom Lodge, and Saratoga. Uh, looks like we'll have to stay there again because we, I think we stayed there before the refurbs. And I mean Saratoga was amazing before the refurbs. So I'm I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what they did. Um, that was the first time we ever stayed in uh, a two bedroom villa, and it was fantastic i mean and under very very underrated resort i, just, uh, I love saratoga man i mean i I, listen, I know it's not the, the most popular resort but you know it, it's almost like um saratoga is like is like the the girl in your class that she might not have been the prettiest but she was the most loyal she made you feel the best about yourself she you always smiled when you saw her you know she might not have been the homecoming queen but you loved coming home to her every night. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's Saratoga, man. She, she, I love going home to her. She's got everything I want. She's got a spa. She's got a golf course. Um, she's got great, you know, the buildings look amazing. The refurb is awesome. Um, yeah, it's got a decent location. I don't have a problem with the location. I mean, it's great to be close to Disney Springs. Uh, I love the access road there, Disney Vacation Club Way. It's a sh- quick shot out to Epcot Center Drive, and you can get to anywhere relatively quickly i mean i think it's a it's a hidden gem i mean i think people you know i'm fans of some of those um boards on facebook like the saratoga springs boards and there's a lot of people that feel the same way about there yeah that i do about saratoga springs and uh you know i like to be the the uh the unsilent minority about saratoga but i love it i think she's great um 
you know, I'm glad to see her getting a little bit of love and a little bit of upkeep. And uh, yeah, I'm glad you do, Tim, too, because, uh, you know, it's definitely an underappreciated resort. Well, Saratoga will always get love from me because <clears throat> the, uh, the pool bar was always willing because we stayed there in 2015, uh, May of 2015. And the pool bar was always willing to put uh, the uh, the Stanley Cup Western Conference Finals on the TV for me every night I came down to watch it. So <laughs> it's the little things, right? You know, that make the resort great. Yes, I, I, I was grateful, and even even though even though one of the uh, one of the main bartenders there was from California and was a Ducks fan, was a very good sport uh, after Game Seven. So he was a very very nice gentleman. And I left him and I left him a big tip because the well the Hawks did kind of really beat them loud in games. Yeah, so. Limited his pain a little bit more, but you know so always always take care of your bartenders. That's always right. take care of your always bartenders. always tip your bartenders. I do love the one fact is that if you're laying by the pool or you're around the resort, every hour on the hour you hear the call to post. And I just think that's the little things that make it that make oh, it awesome. Yeah. I just I love it. I love hearing the call to post. Every time that goes up, my wife looks at me and just starts smiling. So yeah, I, I love it. So. But uh, I think this has been a great show, Tim. I've really enjoyed our little fireside chat. I know we were supposed to discuss a lot of 50th anniversary news and stuff going on. We hit a few news stories, but I love how we talked about your upcoming trip this spring. Uh, I really look forward to, and I'm sure the rest of the guys do, and Annie, uh, when you get back, getting a, a full debrief on your experiences, and uh, especially the uh, chef's table at Vicky and Al's. I think that's going to be awesome. Um, you know, I mean, I just I think it's going to be an incredible as somebody who appreciates food like yourself and pairings and all that stuff, I think it's going to be amazing. And uh, especially since it's, I think it's one of the highest restaurants right in the whole state of Florida. So, I mean, it's, the, you know, it's, you're not just going to a Disney resort, you're going to or a Disney restaurant, going to one of the best restaurants in the state. So I think that's amazing. So, uh, so to close out this show, I think it was great. Uh, Tim, if you want to give uh, our listeners out there, you know, where they can find you on the, uh, the interwebs and the Twitters and all that stuff, uh, I'll let them know where they can find you at. You can find me on Twitter at plain underscore Tim. All right. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram at Joe Quad, on Facebook at Quad Joe. Uh, you can also find me over at the resortloop.com uh, DVC roundtable show and the Disney Dads podcast. I'm full time over there now as well. Having a good time with those guys uh, doing that show. You can find the Mickey Dudes on all the social media websites, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, just search the Mickey Dudes podcast or the Mickey Dudes. It will pop up. You'll see our logo on there. Also, our Facebook page as well. Uh, Steven over in the UK does an awesome job with our social. So give him a shout out. Tell me you uh, you heard about. We were talking about him on tonight's show. Uh, Steven's awesome. Great member of our team. So, uh, But that's it for tonight. I appreciate you guys listening. And, uh, yeah, hope, uh, hope first of all, hoping uh, Chuck and Heather are having a great time down at Universal. Uh, so we'll see them hopefully back on a show. Maybe they'll give us a trip report on how they're trip to universal orlando was when they get back but uh, until then uh tim thanks for being on the show tonight and you guys uh have a magical night tonight thanks joe it was a pleasure thanks brother You've just listened to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon.